everyone, it's Brittany here with a quick programming note. I just wanted to pop in and say, first of all, thank you so much for your patience. Um, we were not expecting to kind of go on hiatus right after Coltsmas. A lot of stuff happened and it is what it is. Um, it was just easier for us to take that break that was already kind of built in because um, there was a whole lot of content for you to consume at the time. So we are back now. Um, I'm very excited for y'all to listen to this. Um, but due to scheduling conflicts between myself and Jessica, we are not able to go back to our normal upload schedule. So for the time being, we're going to have a temporary upload schedule of the first Monday of every month. Um, this may change. Um, it may change very soon. It may take some time for that to change back. Um, so we would super appreciate any support that you could give us um, in terms of recommending the show to people because honestly, word of mouth is what keeps podcasts in general alive, but is really what's going to keep our show going right now when we're both dealing with just a lot of scheduling things. It's the unfortunate reality of the world we live in. Um, but we really like making the show. We really like creating new, weird, exciting horse movies for uh, y'all to enjoy um, and imagine in your heads. Um, and so we're having a really good time doing this, and we definitely want to continue and do more. Um, but the more that you can support us, uh, the more that we're able to support you and give you more content. So thank you so much for listening, and we are really excited to keep working on this, and uh, we will see you next month. degree in film and television and i'm jessica and i have a degree in equine studies and we're gonna make a bad horse movie Woo! welcome back to cult classics it is 2021 yeah we're back baby we are back yeah every baby <laughs> every baby. we're back <laughs> small infants we're back back needed- we're back <laughs> you got a baby or a back? We're back. Um anyways, uh I hope that back streets back. <laughs> All right. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Good. Uh, Excellent. I hope everybody enjoyed the 12 days of Coltsmas. It was super super fun to make and I just I don't know, I got really excited about it. Um so but now we have regrouped mm-hmm. and we're back for 2021 and we're back mm-hmm. to making some more bad horse movies. Yeah. Yeah. So no more Hallmark. Hallmark is out. For horse now. Horse movies are in. Hallmark no, might now. come back. Who knows? Hallmark might come back. I There's a lot of untapped potential in Hallmark movies. Yes. But it is to- now time for your your standard horse girl movie or perhaps racing movie regularly scheduled programming regularly scheduled programming <laughs> so speaking of regularly scheduled programming yes. you got a hey or nay for me i do excellent um if you remember way 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 back when the last time we actually did hey or nay which was a while ago um i was assisted by your best friend mm-hmm. with uh, some of the uh, uh, made-up horse names. Okay. So, so in this this game, you have two things to guess. You have to guess the real horse name, 
mm-hmm. and which fake horse name was made by Daniel. Okay. Uh, it's so much more pressure. <laughs> but the thing is, there's only three names. So, like, you have pretty good chances. What is have that? Have you met me? <laughs> 30% chance of each guessing each one right. That's so low. Is it 30? <laughs> I don't know. 33? I didn't, I didn't go to math school. <laughs> I went to art school. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First name yeah. is The Bard. Okay. <laughs> Second name is Rain Penalty. That's how I feel just <laughs> in real life. Like, inclement weather, a penalty. <laughs> Negative points, Mother Nature. <laughs> Last name is uh, Bright Country. What's the context for these horse names again, aside from the one that's made up? uh, The real one is a winner of the Preakness, which is one of the three races in Triple Crown. So the Bard, uh, Rain Penalty, Mm -hmm. and Bright Country. Mm Mm-hmm. I really want to say Bright Country is a is a winning horse name. Is that what you're? That's my going final with? answer for Preakness winner is Bright Country. Bright Country, you are wrong. I knew I would be. <laughs> I've not got one of these right yet. Um. Okay. Well, I want to say that the made up one is the Bard, but now I'm unsure. The. But- because of the my favorite musical of all time, I have to say that that it has to be the made up name, even if it's not. What the bard is made up. The bard, the made, the bard is made up. That is also wrong. I, <laughs> I've done incredibly bad. <laughs> uh, as per the usual, I'm glad that at least I'm consistent. <laughs> there you go. Yes, the Bard won the Preakness Stakes. Are you kidding me? In 1886. No! <laughs> no, that makes it worse because that's amazing. That's why I picked it. I, there was another Aww. one of those ones that I was like scrolling through all the names of all the Preakness yeah. winners and I went, this is the incredible. Bard. And well, the thing about the Bard, yes. right? Aside from the fact that the Bard is a, is a Incredible class to play in Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly. It is typically a reference to the most famous bard, William Shakespeare, mm. um, who is, in fact, my favorite bard, um, because just love that funky little, funky little guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I was referencing uh, my favorite musical, Something Rotten, because literally the first thing that went through my head is the song "It's Hard to Be the Bard," ah, uh. which is sung by William Shakespeare. Uh huh. So. Right. Very it's very good. Good old Billy. <laughs> good old Billy Shakes. Billy Shakes. So what's the made up one? Well, I mean, they're the other two are both made up, but I made up rain penalty. Okay. And so Bright Country was made up by Daniel. <laughs> so is what is it when I've I've swapped them? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay, we don't need to get into the inner workings of my mind and what it what that means. So let's move on. <laughs> I, I just feel like it means that I'm not very good at stumping you with horse names cuz you never pick the one that I've made. Up. <laughs> it's like it's so 
plausible uh, either way, I think, is what happens. Uh, is either way, I'm like, eh, this could be a horse name or this could be made up. It's like right in that middle ground. Uh, so you like walk that middle ground really well. So I feel like if you were in a situation of like them's the facts, uh-huh. like if you came in and you were like, hey, boys, uh, so <laughs> back in 1932, the winner of the Preakness race uh, of rain panel, he horse name was rain penalty, and then X Y Z. You continue giving information, uh, they wouldn't blink an eye because uh, it's it's a it's a plausible horse name, uh huh, right, right. Like so, I feel like you would do pretty good on them's effects, at least when it's not matched up against other things. Right, like if there's no comparison, if it's uh, like you know, hey, this might be true or not, might not be true based off of your options A, B, and C. Uh-huh. Like that's hard, but you know, with them's effects, right? You come out the gate with this may or may not be true. Right. So I feel like you would do really good with that. There we go. There we go. Do you want to make a horse movie? Absolutely. So always. Do you want to? Shuffle these words, or do you want to use one of these to kick off our movie? Let's shuffle. Okay. Give it a shuffle. Our options are Northwest, with, or three. I don't know why my instinct is always to use all of them. (laughs) I mean, we can. I just have to type it in. I know. I kind of like Northwest. I'm curious where that is going to go. Northwest Stampede! Obviously. Gotta be Stampede. Okay. Northwest Stampede, Stampede of the Horse. Of the Horse. <laughs> no, just uh, of. Of horses. horses. Kentucky! We've already done a Kentucky. But Kentucky's just so good. It's horse country. It is horse country. Uh, uh, you can go ahead and shuffle. Okay. There's a Francis blank space. <laughs> Northwest Stampede of Francis. Who is Francis? <laughs> why are they sta- why is there many Francis's? <laughs> is that is is the stampede made up of Francis's or is it caused by Francis? Well, a stampede of indicates that like <laughs> it's it's created by that thing. <laughs> Do we like Francis? I I just feel like it's just weird enough. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so are we ending it there or are we adding more to it? Because that's a lot, I think, already. Well, but depending on where you wanted to go the at the racetrack, Northwest, North, the, 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 Northwest Stampede of Francis racetrack might make more sense instead of just Francis but also if we just ended at Francis it can be a little bit more wild <laughs> yeah I, there's there's less of a plausibility if we don't add racetrack yeah which I think like I listened to some of the episodes that we did last year um mm-hmm. and I when it's too real like I get too into it so I feel yeah. like if we make it funky enough Okay, so I. Now here's the thing, too. We can put a racetrack in this movie. It just doesn't have to be in the title. Right. Okay. Northwest Stampede of Francis. It's so specific. (laughs) Like Northwest and Uh Francis. Yes. And like Stampede, I don't know. So. The sta- mixing a stampede and a racetrack, like, obviously makes sense, but 
But in my yeah. head, stampedes are usually, you know, like out in the wild, wild west. And yeah. so, like, just imagining like a bunch of cows like coming <laughs> through and destroying a racetrack. Like, <laughs> get out of here. We're done with this. <laughs> Sorry. <I> was- <laughs> you know what's what's interesting though is I feel like if you want to go with the the Wild West vibe, Francis does kind of seem like a name that a Wild West cow girl would have. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. Francis is like, it's just vintage enough of a name. It feels kind of French, though. <laughs> you wanted to be Francois? <laughs> Wait, let's change it to Francois. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to spell that, but it's uh, Francois now. Yeah, we'll figure it out before we actually have to type out the title. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it. I'll make it. I think there's a C. I think it's C-O-I-S. I thought there I was a Q in there somewhere. It's French, so probably. <laughs> Are you making a, making a note to figure out how to spell it later so we don't forget? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Northwest Stampede of Francois. <laughs> now, who is Francois? That's a good question. Like, I really need to know who who be Francois. I just am imagining, like, okay, for some reason, Francois, even though Francois is in the title, Francois is the bad guy in my head currently. <laughs> I mean, that tracks with Stampede. Uh, that's true. I'm just imagining, like, the black cowboy hat that, like, comes out far enough that it shadows all the way to the <laughs> nose, and then there's the handlebar mustache with the curls. Yeah. And the long black trench coat duster thing. <laughs> my name is Francois. <laughs> my, my mom was from France. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny that Francois doesn't have a French accent. <laughs> but it just tickles my funny bone. <laughs> okay. I was just thinking, like, why would there be a Northwest Stampede? And I was thinking, maybe it is, like, literal cowboy, right? Okay. Where he's herding cattle uh-huh. Northwest. Uh-huh. So from Texas to whatever's Northwest. Which is usually the other way. <laughs> usually go the other way. <laughs> well, they're special northern cattle, okay? Okay. Are they going to Canada? <gasps> Canada! What about Canada? Francois is from Canada. Okay. Because, like, there's yeah. French Canadians. Yeah, for sure. They're, I'm pretty sure they're not on the western side of Canada, though. <laughs> well, you can, you know, travel. Travel. <laughs> okay. So then, what are they, Buffalo? Do Buffalo live in Canada? Moose. Can't herd moose. You don't know that. <laughs> I hate moose so much. No, you do. I just hate moose. The concept of a moose, <laughs> I just abhor. 
I don't ever want to see a moose in my lifetime. I don't even want to know that moose exists. <laughs> okay, fine. Elk. Ah, more majestic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just a fancy moose. <laughs> which which tracks? Because it's Francois. Yeah, yes. I don't think he's the bad guy anymore, but that's okay. He could be... <laughs> I'm just thinking of the bit from Wreck-It Ralph where it's like, just because you are a bad guy does not I mean, mean you are a bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> Zengief is right. Because <laughs> I just think that, like, he could be seen as, like, a maverick, right? Of, like, herding these elk northwest. Mm. And I don't know. Or maybe he's not herding them northwest. Maybe northwest is the bad part. Okay. Not like not like bad, but like unintentional. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just thinking like maybe Francois got all these elk down south, mm-hmm. southern somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, What are these fancy <laughs> cows? We don't <laughs> need these. And so something happened and the elk ended up stampeding northwest. Okay. Or it doesn't have to be any of that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I had some inspiration and now I'm stuck. <laughs> Just Northwest Stampede. Like, there's two options, I feel like, for a stampede to ha- be a major part of this story. Mm-hmm. One, it's something accidental, mm-hmm. right? Or Or it's the, like, inciting incident. Right. Of something happens and... And because every every elk has stampeded northwest, Francois now has to take care of this, like fix mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the story. Or the on the flip side of it is like, um, you know, there's this journey that Francois must go on, mm-hmm. and and as we continue the story, perhaps the characters label this journey as a northwest stampede, even though that's not at a completely mm-hmm. accurate description. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel those are like the two options because Northwest Stampede of Francois, he needs a last name because okay. it sounds like an epic. Okay. Like if we put the, if it's the Northwest Stampede of Francois something, uh huh. You know, it sounds like it sounds like an epic story. Uh huh. It sounds like I- intentional. Like the stampede <laughs> part sounds intentional. Uh huh. Well, I guess this here's my question is, do we want the stampede to happen at the beginning of the movie and it's like cleaning up the aftermath of it? Or is it going to happen like at the climax of the movie? That's what I'm saying. Like, those are the two options for it. Maybe his last name should be Black. Oh, we could do it in French. Noir. There we go. Francois Noir. See, it's it, it it just sounds like I don't know, it's got that old West story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, of like the tales of, you know, something, something. So yeah. okay. I think North- it's funny though that we went from like why is there a cowboy with a French name to like suddenly this is an incredible epic that's super serious? <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> See, that's the, that's one of the like genres of cinema I enjoy the most is like something so out there that takes itself so seriously uh. 
Like, I would watch a French cowboy. <laughs> like, completely seriously is a French cowboy. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm down for it. Huh. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure there were French cowboys because I'm pretty mm. sure there were all kinds of settlers. But, right. um, like, if if we're talking, like, taking to the extreme of, like, uh-huh. oh, baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies like, to any f- people who are friends. Absolutely not. Who listen to our podcast. We are not I trying refuse. to be rude. I will be. <laughs> the French can suck it up. <laughs> um, okay, is okay. So is Francois still hurting elk? Yes. Are we, are we Okay, we still oh, like that. Oh, okay. So here's here's another question. Mm-hmm. I feel like I we have two options. Is Francois our main character in the sense that the story is, like, following him, like, you're seeing everything from his perspective? Or is he, like, this elusive, almost, like, myth-legend kind of person that other people encounter along his travels and journeys and whatever? Hmm. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I okay. was I was picturing more of like following Francois. Okay. Um I do think it would be fun though if like if we did have a couple encounters where either like this is origin story or mm-hmm. he already has like a mythos around him and people are like right. oh, Francois Noir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like origin story could be interesting. Like the beginnings of the myth, the legend, yeah, kind of a deal. Because I feel like we were talking about this with something else of how, yeah, we were. Um, I forget when, but how there are some movies that have taken like, um, like what we normally talk about with like how vampires are like adverse to garlic like it'll make Mm -hmm. them go away or whatever and how um you know the people view it as that's something that'll kill them or whatever but this movie has made it the it's like from the vampire's perspective and it's like oh no we're just like highly allergic Mm -hmm. you know so so like how things morph and change and people extrapolate and make things bigger than what they are like seeing the origin of of something yeah is kind of interesting it's like i know the truth of the beginnings of this story but now it's gonna you know extrapolate into all of these yeah. crazy things we could always even start it off with like and that young whippersnapper is the tale of francois noir <laughs> you know like uh, up in the movie like yeah a hundred, two hundred years in the future. Right. Right. And, and then it's like flashback. Right. Goes back. Or even if it's like, you know, whoever's telling the story, it's it's them telling that story. Or it could even be like Francois himself telling the story. Uh-huh. Um, which I think could be fun because it, what if it was like Francois telling the story? Francois old. Okay. Old as dirt. And so- He's telling this story, right? Uh-huh. And maybe he's telling it to his grandkids or something like that. Or uh-huh. someone. An apt an active listener. Uh-huh. And 
he'll say something like, and then I wrestled the bear to the ground. Uh And uh, the kid will be like, Grandpa Noir, how big was the bear? (laughs) And (laughs) and Francois can be like, ah, as big as a house. And the kid can be like, I don't believe you. (laughs) You know, like, and so, and so Francois can be making like verbal edits to this story and we Uh can see that Mm -hmm. in real time Mm. of it changing because i think that would be a fun like as a filmmaker i think that would be fun to like shot of francois wrestling oh, this big bear and yeah. then the next and like we turn the angle and it's it's a tiny little cat like yeah, yeah, yeah i think that that would be fun and funny and an unreliable narrator makes it just super enjoyable to kind of uh-huh have this you know whatever's changing is changing for fun yeah i've i've seen stuff like that before i don't know if it's like been in sitcoms or just movies that I've seen like yeah somebody's telling a story and they're like yeah. I was doing this thing and they're like uh the you know the person's like are you sure and they're like well actually and then it like yeah. cuts to it like I've seen somewhere it like goes like three steps down yeah that's what I was thinking <laughs> uh, you know you know what would make that even better is if Francois had a partner okay because then the partner could be correcting uh-huh. Francois as this story is being told, and I'm thinking it needs to be like a no nonsense partner, uh-huh, like uh-huh. someone who's like, "That's not how it happened." Right? Like yeah. I was there, yeah. I saw it. So maybe, okay, wait, wait. So if we do origin, right? Uh huh. So maybe it's how Francois met this partner. Uh huh. Um, and I think maybe the stampede could be ah. what gets them to each other. Uh huh. What if the partner wears all white? <laughs> um, it's yeah. not French. Not French. Not What's French. the opposite of French? American. <laughs> uh, maybe. An actual Western cowboy? Except for they wouldn't wear all white. No, absolutely not. Um, or it could be like someone with like a red aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red is pretty good. I was um, just imagining, like, in my head, the visual was this stampede, like, goes, and Francois is like, oh, crap. And he's, like, trying to get on his horse or whatever, and the dust kind of starts to go past, and you see the shadow of this, like, other figure just standing there, and they uh, say something along the lines of, like, don't worry, I've got this. And Francois yeah. is like, who are you? <laughs> And then they, like, go and do epic roundup or something crazy. <laughs> I love that. Maybe it's tan. So instead okay. of it being, like, white, white, it's uh-huh. just, like, you know, western white. Yeah. <laughs> Which is tan. Which is dirt. <laughs> Which is dirt. But, you know, white yeah. dirt. Right. Um. Okay, well, then I feel like what would be really fun is, I don't know, you got a couple options, I feel like, for who this person could be. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of like what would be an interesting outcome for this. Um because I think the two options are either like a woman, uh-huh, or you know, a man that Francois then also married. Like I mm-hmm. feel like it's it's like romantic partner, but either one is good. Does it have to be though? I was just thinking of like why why they would be together telling the story at the end. Well, I mean, if they're best friends, like also best friends, because I, because I, I would love best friends who have then 
either not married or married. Uh, well, yeah, if he's got grandkids and he's been married, yeah, like married other people, but they're still like super close best friends. But like they're not married because they just yeah. are so close of friends that they're like, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth ruining this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Um, I do like the idea of it being a lady just for the fact of like if it's like Francois meets said lady uh when stampede happens and lady fixes the stampede and Francois's like she's good at her job <laughs> finally a competent person yeah <laughs> i and like also just that you know i i hate that it's like a thing but you know the being surprised but like ends up being like a good thing that like he's been bested by a lady or whatever like you know I don't like I don't want to make it like that trope but just 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 the idea of like it doesn't have to be another man that fixes things like it can be a lady that fixes yeah. things I don't think it, I think if if it was written correctly it wouldn't have to come across of like oh she's better than him it mm -hmm. could just be like a competent person uh, uh -huh. has come through yeah especially if you if you write the world the universe with really no like pre-deposition of it being such a a harsh like patriarchy uh, if you're uh -huh. if it's not like ah there are no women who can do these things you know if, if in right. the beginning if it's like just you know it's just mm -hmm. another person yeah totally cool now okay Here's what I'm thinking. She could be a lesbian. And that's why just off the bat. They're not going to get married. They're not going to get married. Yeah. I'm good with that. I also just personally really wish that there were more movies where a guy and a girl could be best friends and not have to get married at the end. That's all. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm here for it because that's the thing is like, I think that it could be something that is like. It's it's just, it's not a thing. It's uh -huh. just a fact of that character. Right. Right. Yeah. And it like. Not I and I don't want to I don't want to say oh hey like let's not talk about it because I do think right. that they're we deserve to have like you know representation but uh, I think it's not the the plot right. right yeah so it it happens it's there not the plot yeah and then and so that's a great like kind of under part of that story to be like they're uh -huh. just buds yeah they're just gonna be buds yeah so I like that a lot um yeah. what's her name like she what's a good Western name. Mm. Now, now, is it too much? Is is it too much if her name is Francis? <laughs> what about Francine? Oh, I like that. That's good. Okay, Francine's not really like a Western name. She could just but... be Fran. Ah, yeah, Fran and Francois. <laughs> The dynamic I duo. I love it so much because it's so dumb. <laughs> you know what vibes I get from this, even though I hate to admit it? Uh, I get Wes Anderson vibes. I don't have a lot of reference for that. I will show you at some point some references for it, but I just feel like there's something to be said about the stylistic choices of Wes Anderson that would work really well for this. Mm -hmm. Of like... It's very kind of stoic acting and very specific framing. Mm. Um, and the style choices, I think you would rec I know you would recognize them. Right. Um, 
because I just feel like this idea of kind of like monotone delivery of certain things would really sell yeah. this idea of like she's just no nonsense. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And you know, and I and I think that if we're going with a lot of these extremes of you know, hurting elk and you know, black over the face. I uh-huh. feel like that's still very Wes Anderson of like, this is a stylistic choice. Uh-huh. It's not necessarily, it's about a combination of the aesthetic and the narrative. Right. Um, whereas most cinematic experiences are really just about the narrative. Right. Yeah. So I feel like if it even, and even if it wasn't Wes Anderson, but it was mm-hmm. still like a stylistic yeah. piece. Yeah. I feel like would really sell it. Cause I just, this idea of like the elk, I just, I almost, I'm almost envisioning like, like puppets or something like really, like it's not, again, it's not the, the narrative is still it's an elk, Uh but the like visual is it's like a paper mache elk or something that's like, or, or a, or a, you know, Jim Henson puppet or something Mm. that's like just slightly into that realm of odd, but Uh it still tells the story. Hmm. Because a French cowboy sounds like something Wes Anderson would do. Okay. <laughs> just just out of the, like, aesthetic things, it just kind of sounds like something he would do. Uh-huh. So. I guess I just, I, the, like, I know what you're saying with the puppet thing is not, like, goofy puppets, but, like, yeah. I still just, I have this <laughs> visual in my head of, like, gorgeous landscape of Canada because they have some really really pretty places in Canada first of all tons of things film in Canada so we could actually film it in Canada <laughs> it's true <laughs> where I I think we've kind of settled that it's actually set in Canada it might as well be might as like, well be I don't think we necessarily I think we can get away with a Canadian aesthetic and doesn't necessarily have to be uh-huh in Texas or something. Yeah. And I'm just imagining, like, the drone shots of, the, like, <laughs> all the elk r- running. And you see the little black cowboy hat of Francois around <laughs> with the elk. Like, just the epic moment at the beginning with, like, the cool music and the beautiful, like, sweeping shots of, you know, the and landscape and all the stuff that really has nothing to do with the story. It just looks pretty. Like, I mean, it's part of the story, obviously, but it's not advancing the narrative at all. It's just pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like... Wes Anderson doesn't do that a lot Mm. of, like, cinematic sweeping shots. Uh That's very much not his aesthetic. If he moves, it's very much, like, like panning. Uh Uh-huh. Um sliding but like uh-huh. it's very it's everything's very specific in the frame composition ah. um and and we're getting caught up in the semantics of it it doesn't matter <laughs> here's the right. thing it does not matter it, it could be wes anderson it could be major blockbuster we could even go to the like style of spaghetti westerns like uh-huh. stylistically i don't think it matters as much because We've made this distinction in the past of, like, is it animated or not? And what is that animation style? But Uh in terms of live action, stylistically, I think you can get flexible as long as the story is served by the visuals. Right. And our story right now is French cowboy, Uh French Canadian cowboy, Francois Noir. Yeah. Uh, is origin story of meeting Fran. Uh Uh-huh. No last name. (laughs) She's like Madonna. She just goes by one name. <laughs> Fran. 
Um, and th- this is them telling the story of how they met uh-huh. and how they, it must be like they, they are accomplishing one thing, which maybe uh-huh. it is the like transport of the elk from one location to another. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, some big things that happened along the way and yeah. they're telling this to Francois's grandchildren. Uh-huh. I feel like that's a pretty solid start for a movie. Yeah. So is Francois still like a myth? Like- do people talk about the the uh shadow cowboy or you know whatever like and and say you know i heard that he his horse is immortal and <laughs> he can ride on the wisps of clouds <laughs> you know like those kind yeah. of things yeah i'm wondering if there's a way to narratively set it up of like at the beginning, you think it's just some old man talking about uh-huh. Francois Noir, and then at the very end, it's like, it was me the yeah. whole time. I think I, that would be fun. Yeah. I mean, I think that could work, because especially if it's, like, little kids that he's, like, young, like, under seven grandchildren that he's telling this story to, like, you know, they just call him Grandpa. Yeah. You know, I didn't know my grandparents' real names for a while. (laughs) Certain ones, like some of them use the first name, but some of them you don't, you know? Like you just call them Grandpa or Pop or Gramps or whatever, you know? They don't necessarily know that it's him. Yeah. I think, too, you know, even if the corrections are being made throughout the story, they could be made in a way that don't necessarily come back to it being a real person uh-huh right like if fran is making these corrections it could just be like a no tell the story right yeah not a no tell the story right because i was there right yeah, 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 yeah so i think that would be super fun and then i like this idea of like as we're telling this story of being like and then the noir cowboy jumped onto a cloud and fran being like no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a very, very, very fluffy sheep. <laughs> Close. Sheep. But not quite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Because I feel like you could do the thing at the end of the movie where he doesn't necessarily say that it was him, but like. He goes and opens a closet and there's the, like, black cowboy hat and the black duster or something like or that. Or he just puts it on his head. Right, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be fun. I-, I would like to make it, like, clear that it's them at the very end, but... Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. think that would still be good. Um, yeah, I-, 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 I don't know. Should we... I feel like... Even though we don't have the specifics of, like, the events that happen in this Mm -hmm. story, I feel like the basics of it is Francois is trying to get from point A to point B with these elk, Mm -hmm. runs into some trouble, Mm -hmm. meets Fran, Mm -hmm. they now are on this adventure together, Mm -hmm. some other little things happen in the meantime, Mm -hmm. and then they get to their destination. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think not, you know, I don't think we have to come up with the specifics necessarily. Um, but I think that whatever happens like along the way, um, maybe could like after they meet each other, maybe could make it so that, 
you know, maybe they stay partners and they're not necessarily transporting elk anymore, but they're like doing the whole like, I don't know, hero thing where they like help yeah. people in need or whatever, like st- just stuff that adds to the, like the myth of 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 the noir cowboy and um not necessarily that he's just doing cowboy things but he also like he and his his partner uh i don't know stop the barrels from going over the the waterfall i can't think of things I mean, it could, it could be, like, one of those things where it's, like, little innocuous things that happen on their journey. Like, I'm thinking, you know, maybe they save a runaway train. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, little things of because it's there while they're already on this journey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they go into town for supplies and they, they stop a gunfight or something. Right. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Because I'm thinking, like, my head, the... Part of the like myth of the noir cowboy is that you don't call him to ask for help. Like he just shows up at the right time. Yeah, and usually like at the last minute kind of a thing, (laughs) you know. So you're not totally sure if he's actually real because he just kind of like shows up right at the crucial point and then disappears and you never see him again. (laughs) Cause he's busy. He got elk to transport. (laughs) (laughs) He's got stuff to. Do <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a question that is About- not important to anybody else except for me. Uh huh. What is the name of the horse that <laughs> Francois rides? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it needs to be something relating to like black or mm-hmm. or <laughs> black beauty. Nope, that's already taken. Canadian. What's a good Canadian name? Oh gosh. <laughs> What's the French name for horse? Can he just call his horse horse? What? <laughs> Poor horse. But what if it sounds cool in French? I have no idea. You're gonna look no, it up. I am gonna look it up. Okay. Because this is very important. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like so far we've been very simplistic with our naming our naming true. setup in this movie. So true. I think it would be funny to have the horse's uh, name horse. Yeah, well there's a there's a feminine and masculine version of it. Okay. Um so there's either Jument or Cheval. Oh gosh, those are both good. I kinda like Cheval. Yeah. It's C H E V A L. Yeah. It's Cheval. I like Cheval. I don't. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. So hang on, let me just make oh. sure. <laughs> Cheval. Ah, Cheval. Cheval. <laughs> he actually pronounces it right, but yeah, us Americans <laughs> but, say Cheval. But Fran does it. <laughs> yeah, she just calls him Cheval. Cheval. Feel, does Fran have like a Western accent? Oh, she should. Yes. My name's Fran. Yes. Oh, uh, I love her already. Okay. I see. Here's the thing: we're gonna make this movie, and I'm gonna be in love with Fran, even though <laughs> Fran Fran is not the noir cowboy. I feel like that's good though. Like you want to have lovable like side character, not yeah. side characters, but like I don't know. I don't know the what whole you call cast. that. Like supporting cast. Yeah. But, like, the ones that are right there with the main character but aren't the main character. 
I feel like on a, a lot of things that I watch, I tend to like the immediate supporting characters better than the yeah. characters. I read that, they're, they're, that someone coined it. I don't know if it's an actual phrase or not, but I read a while back someone coined it the like Harry Potter phenomenon of like, it, who if you ask someone who their favorite Harry Potter character is, they're uh, never going to say Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I feel like that's kind of just across the board. Uh-huh. Like, very rarely are you like, this main character is. Unless they, like, exhibit traits that aren't typical of main characters, I feel like. Right, yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, Treasure Planet. I love Jim Hawkins. Oh, yeah. But he's not, he's not, like, main character material. Yeah. He's troubled kid that's scrappy. scrappy. underdog. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think that changes things, but uh huh. Yeah, I, I I think this is a pretty solid start for this movie. Oh yeah. Um, Hollywood, get at us! <laughs> Come on! Come on! We've got good ideas for horse movies. What are you waiting for? Seriously. <laughs> Permission? You've got it. Come to us. <laughs> we will help you make your next horse movie. Yes. Oh man, I'm gonna say that's a cult classic. All right. Woo! We did it. Uh, we are part of Pocket Podcast Network, which has other great shows uh, like Sorted and Them's the Facts mm-hmm. and Green Mountain Mysteries mm-hmm. and a bunch of other shows, too. So yeah. you should check them out. Check them out. And you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Cult Classics PPN. Um, so... Tweet us some casting options for this movie. Who plays Francois? Who plays Fran? Who plays the grandkids? <laughs> Use the hashtag CC casting ideas. We'd like to thank Jason Shaw Audionautics for the use of our intro and outro music. And that's a wrap. Straight from the horse's mouth. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.